Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy people healthy. I'm Stephanie Webster. I'm a nutritional therapist based in Harley Street, London, specializing in extreme fat loss for busy executives and entrepreneurs. Being an entrepreneur myself, I like to find slick solutions to health problems. To help me with that mission today, we have the honor of having Mr. Ali Nurani on the show. Mr. Ali Nurani is a consultant, trauma and orthopedic surgeon specializing in shoulders and elbows, and he sees patients with a wide variety of conditions, in particular shoulder and elbow instability, scapular fractures, platelet-rich plasma in shoulder atheroscopy. Is that correct, doctor? Uh, yeah, I mean, th- those are some of the things that obviously uh, I do. Um, I am, as you quite rightly said, a consultant orthopedic and trauma surgeon. Um, I work at uh, Europe's biggest trauma center, which is the Royal London Hospital, part of Bart's Health, as one of their orthopedic surgeons. Again, as you said, specialized in shoulders and elbow and upper limb. And privately, I work in Harley Street, Marylebone area, as well as east of London. And my private practice pretty much reflects what I do on the NHS. What do I do? I am obviously um, the the joints that you know. I look after the upper limb. Um, But within that joint, I look after all sorts of patients. I look after patients that have sports injuries uh, due to rotator cuff problems, shoulder dislocations. But I also look after patients that have had fractures, broken bones, um, and patients that have had other degenerative conditions. So patients that have you know, joints or tendons that have worn out due to overuse, misuse, and general wear and tear with aging. So I'll see patients as young as you know four or five years old sometimes, all the way down to well in the 90s and sometimes beyond as well. Um, most of my patients however, tend to be um, around the 30s, 40s, and 50s. But there's, there's no limit to what I see as far as the shoulder is concerned. So what got you into the medical profession and why shoulders? What fascinates you about the upper limbs? Well, the easiest way to say that would be that you know, I'm sure it's a clear influence from the fact that both my parents are surgeons, right? And, uh, and I was you know, heavily influenced uh, as a kid um, by spending a lot of time with them. It was a very positive influence, which is not always the case with uh, uh, kids that have doctors as parents. For me, it was. Um, and, you know, I'm a fourth-generation surgeon. Right? So my grandfather was a surgeon and his father was a surgeon. So so if you ask me when I was younger, I didn't automatically think that I wanted to be a surgeon or a doctor. My parents never really pushed me towards it. But I think all those positive influences rubbed off in some way. So, you know, I did the right subjects um, at uh, my GCSEs and A-levels just in case. And obviously, I applied for medical school, got in, and I enjoyed it. And to be honest, you know, I remember going to medical school and thinking, what is this general practice about and medicine about? I was really just interested in surgery uh, because I did have a very technical mind. I also had an artistic mind. Um, so surgery was kind of the right choice for me, I thought. You know, you, I, some people know this, but, you know, I was a art scholar at school. So for my A-levels, I not only did the science subjects, but I did history and, and art subjects as well, uh, in addition. So there's always a conflict, will I be a painter or will I be a surgeon? I think, you know, 
uh, I got drawn to surgery a little bit more. So when I finished medical school, I knew that I wanted to be a surgeon. And I, I got drawn into orthopedics um, because it was, you know, it was, it was a fun field. You know, I liked the people that did orthopedics as opposed to some other specialities. And like most things in life, you know, there are certain people that influence you on why do you want to do certain things. So I looked up to certain people and they happened to be great orthopedic surgeons. I liked the tools. I liked the, the you know, arthroscopy bed, the keyhole surgery. And it was a really fascinating developing field. So I go into it. And, and I guess shoulders mainly because every time I spoke to an orthopedic surgeon, they thought the shoulder was just too complicated. Same thing with the elbow. They just didn't want to do it. Right, and I thought, like, why would we just can't understand the shoulder? This is such a difficult joint to understand. But I had a few mentors who were shoulder surgeons, and they got it. And I figured out that you know, to like shoulders and elbows, you uh, not only had to be technically um, good, but you had to have the right mindset for it. You had to have a lot more understanding, a lot more cerebral input into helping patients with shoulder and elbow problems. And I like that challenge. So it was a natural choice for me. Amazing. And a lot of our clients do play sports, golf, tennis, rugby, polo, all involving shoulders and elbows. And sometimes they get injuries that prevent them from training and achieving their fat loss goals. What are the most common injuries that you treat? So the injuries that we see, I mean, so you, I do look after professional athletes, right? And I look at, and but most of my patients would be those weekend warriors, right? So, you know, I have a patient recently that is um, 80 years old and she's hurt her shoulder and she wants to go back to powerlifting, right? You know, at the age of 80, which is great, right? Um, but the injuries that we, I guess we see tend to be categorized according to two kind of main um, groups. There are some people who have a big trauma coming off their cycle or a, a big tackle during rugby, and they have acute, sudden, sharp, big injury. Um, and, and, and those presentations will be, you know, either broken bones, torn tendons, torn ligaments. But the bigger group is actually patients that don't have that big, sudden injury, but they have that ongoing micro trauma. So they play golf every day. And perhaps they did a bit too much, and a month or so later, the elbow was hurting, or the shoulder's hurting. So those tend to be uh, the biggest subgroup of my patients. So they have injuries, but not a very specific sudden event, but something that has developed over many months and years. And it's quite important to recognize them as injuries as well, even if it didn't happen suddenly, because in most cases, you know, it's not inflammation, it's actually at microvascular level, it is a tendon injury. And that's where something like what you offer, nutrition and so on, becomes so important to recovery. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what is the cause of injury? Inflammation, overtraining? Why are some people more susceptible to injuries than others? Injuries are a result of, you know, obviously the environment. So like uh, as, as previously mentioned, you can have a big sudden event where you come off a bicycle or tackle when you can have a big injury but if you are talking about patients that have injuries due to overuse and so on you really have to start thinking of it as you know we are living human beings of course right um, and every part of our body is continuously breaking and healing itself 
there's a horrible word called degeneration. And I can't find a better substitute for it. But basically, you know, our cells are always dying. And in some aspects, we are healing. But it is that balance between healing and not healing. So regeneration and degeneration is the key here. So in the most simplistic term, if you talk about somebody, for example, who is playing a lot of golf, and he doesn't doesn't have the right nutrition, doesn't warm up, doesn't warm down, and he plays a lot of golf. Those tiny little injuries every day that he's playing propagate and can become bigger injuries and then become a bigger problem. Uh, so something simple as tennis elbow or golfer's elbow at microvascular level, a micro, micro, micro uh, scopic level is actually an injury. The collagen breaks down, and for them to get better, they have to heal. Yes, and how can so, we heal quickly? Because uh, a lot of them are quite keen, a lot of our patients are quite keen to get back into training, get back into playing. How can we heal quickly? It's a combination of a lot of things. So I think the first important thing is a proper assessment. And the assessment is a multidisciplinary assessment, right? So it's important, of course, to get them assessed from the nutrition point of view, but it's also important to get them assessed from the rehabilitation point of view by a physiotherapist. And at the same time, it's important to get an assessment from an orthopedic team. So my job is to make sure, you know, to diagnose the injury correctly. Is it actually this injury? And then once I figure out it is the injury, to find out the extent of the injury. Because even simple things like an orthopedic cuff tears or tennis elbow, they can be a wide spectrum and they can present in a very similar kind of way. Now, most of my patients don't require surgical intervention. They require a proper diagnosis and then, then help them achieve their aims with proper nutrition and proper rehabilitation. But my job is to figure out whether they do need surgery or not um, and how I can help them. So the next step, once I diagnose them, is obviously to target their rehabilitation. Now, how we can help that, um, then again, lots of different ways, but... You know, patients have to respect uh, their bodies and if there is a specific kind of uh, event, a specific kind of uh, sport that is aggravating their symptoms, uh, we need to have a closer look to make sure that uh, are they playing the sport correctly, are they lifting the weights properly, you know, are they holding the club properly or the racket properly. So I tend to use several uh, people that are specialists in sports to help my clients uh, to see if they're training properly, right? Warming up, down, warming up, warming down, playing the sports properly. From my side of things, um, obviously, um, you know, I need to make sure that biologically these patients are uh, good as well because healing doesn't happen, right? Just by itself, the body has to heal itself. We can help it heal, and it's important to be a proper nutrition and make sure there is no underlying immune deficiency. So, for example, I see a lot of patients who may be diabetic, right? If the diabetes is out of control, then that influences heavily on how quick can you heal. Those are the basics of how I think about it. And the, the, you've helped thousands of people uh, across the years. There, there will be particular case studies or uh, examples that you have particularly changed a person's life, which I'm sure you find very rewarding. Maybe we can talk through an example where you've really helped somebody, maybe with tennis elbow or with a shoulder injury. Yeah, of course we can. It's, a, it's so difficult to pick, a, you know, a particular example because 
you know, I'm, I'm in my field that I am very privileged to uh, see, you know, patients on a weekly basis um, that are in a similar position. Right? So it's very hard to pick one, but you know, I, you know, I, I see patients every week that come to me because they're in pain, because they're injured, uh, and I see their lack of uh, hope in their face, uh, frustration. And, you know, I, I pride myself in being able to figure out what the problem is and giving them a multidisciplinary approach on how to solve the problem. And patients appreciate that. They appreciate the fact that, you know, I'm not a trigger-happy surgeon. I will only offer surgery if it is necessary. Clearly, something is broken and out of place or torn and out of place that I will fix them for it. But they do appreciate what I tell them is that even if I do surgery, it is basically a small part of the overall problem fixing, right? So I described the patient that it is like a race, right? Whether you call it a marathon, but it's easy to understand a 100-meter race. And you, know, I imagine, you have to imagine the patient is stuck at the blocks. And my job is, whatever I do, is get them off to a good start from the start line to the first 10 yards. And then it is nutrition, physiotherapy, patient's efforts, and time that actually gets them to the end of the race. Um, so, you know, those are those are sort of patients I see, right? But specific examples, there are just too many to name. I, you know, just in the last couple of weeks, I've had, you know, uh, two professional athletes that are now coming to the end of their rehab. Um, one of them had revision surgery done by me and has initial surgery elsewhere. And obviously, you know, for these athletes, um, it's a high stakes, right? Because if they don't get back as quickly as possible, um, then they're in a situation where their livelihood is at stake. Um, so, you know, the way I handle those is, you know, is not unique, right? I do that for all my patients. And, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I tell them it's not just about the surgery. It's about me uh, helping influence their whole circle on how to get fitter, right? So all my patients go through to make sure that nutrition is up to date, you know, they have enough vitamin D on board, you know, are they, uh, you know, seeing the right person for rehab, are they doing the right exercises, are they doing it often enough, are they resting enough? So I tend to be fairly, you know, obsessed about making sure my patients get a very holistic approach and a multidisciplinary approach to treating them. That's a good example for athletes, but how does obesity affect injuries? Are they more likely to get injured, and is it harder to heal when you're obese? Well, obesity can, as you know, affect your immune system, uh, usually in a negative way. At the same time, um, having the extra weight and so on um, can uh, predispose you to certain kind of injuries. Um, I don't tend to see a lot of lower limb injuries, but certainly you know, injuries around the knee and so on are a lot more common if you're carrying a lot more weight. As far as um, um, healing is concerned, um, I, you know, I, I, there is a difference, right, uh, in the upper limb, but, you know, it is more specifically to do with the overall patient. For example, uh, we can have uh, some patients that are slightly overweight or otherwise, you know, nutritionally fit, physically, you know, active, um, and, and they heal okay, right? But uh, on the other hand, there are patients that are, um, 
nutritionally imbalanced, you know, you know, physically unfit, uh, immunocompromised, um, and that a lot of times goes hand in hand with being obese, as you know. And that does affect how fast to recover. Um, so for a simple thing, you know, like for example, if you take rotator cuff surgery, right? Um, the average time for a large rotator cuff to fully rehab is about nine months, right? Because the tendon has to heal naturally once you fixed it. But I know that in some of my patients that are super fit, uh, have good muscle mass and are active, right? We can get it down to as low as three months, even faster, right, than that. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, being obese, uh, being immunocompromised, not having good nutrition can take it to a year and sometimes cuffs don't even heal because they don't have the right biology uh, to actually uh, cause the tendon to heal. And and how does an inflammatory diet full of processed food contribute to injury? You know, that is a difficult one for me to answer, as you know, not really an, an expert in that. Uh, but that's something, of course, uh, that is perhaps that you can shed some lights on. Yeah, sure. But, um, uh, we, we just find that yeah. when you eat uh, a lot of processed food and uh, food that isn't designed to be in the body, yeah. we believe that you should give your body what it needs and nothing that it doesn't need. And all of the foods that are in a packet or have a barcode or have a label are processed food and were yeah. created for the design of um, to, to make you eat more and aren't necessarily in your best interest. It's quite interesting, in fact, that Mother Nature gives us all that we need and the vegetables, and you can't patent nature, so there's no money to be made. I mean, you do buy a tomato, of course, but there is, it's, not, um, it's not the same as processed food, packaged food, the marketing that goes in, and um, it causes inflammation in the body. If you're putting things in you, into your body that isn't designed to be there, it begs the question, what, what implications is that having on your health? And health comes foremost. Of course, we get our gentlemen to get a six pack and our ladies can fit into the dresses that they want. But um, aesthetics comes after health. Uh, we, we build people from the inside out on our 12 week or one year program. So uh, never at the sacrifice of health. So that's our, our stance on it. But um, we've found that if they have an anti-inflammatory diet, um, it just makes the healing process a lot easier. Um, and it means that the body can focus on healing rather than getting rid of all the junk that we consume. Absolutely. But that makes absolute good sense. So, uh, Mr. Ali Nurani, you've been amazing. How do we get in touch for a consultation? Uh, well, the easiest thing to uh, get in touch with me is to by email or by telephone. Um, so the email is, you know, probably the easiest thing. So it's an at os.clinic. OS stands for orthopedic specialist. So an at os.clinic is my secretary's email. Um, and I can be contacted there. The direct number is obviously 0203. 837-9930. But if uh, other practitioners, patients also want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, um, and I'm happy for all, any of the patients I want to contact me via social media or any of the um, other clinicians that want to contact me. Of course, they're more than welcome to. Amazing. Okay, well, thank you very much for coming on the show. Nice talking to you. Thank you, Mr. Ali Nurani, for investing your time in helping the Urban Health Podcast keeping busy people healthy.